We're back with Andrew Sill in the studio and in this podcast we're going to have a chat about the different styles of video production that are becoming popular and we'll have a chat also about the importance of developing a different aesthetic with your videos when it comes to sharing on social media and all the different formats. So uh, welcome back, Silly. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Now, as uh, we discussed earlier, we we had a really in-depth discussion about the different types of technology that you can use to produce your videos and we really got stuck into the differences between the you know the styles of cameras and the benefits advantages and disadvantages and one of the things that you kept on coming back to was your need to be able to produce vlog styles of videos which really is becoming certainly the flavor of the month on youtube and uh, it always started out as an independent filmmaker type thing it was very very much confined to the YouTube space. But now we're seeing corporate clients adopting that style perhaps because of its popularity. How are you finding your corporate clients accepting this style of, of video? Well, I think things keep on evolving. Mm. You know, if we go back in time, uh, you know, we didn't have social media. Um, we didn't have a platform to put these videos on that people could access. Yeah. Um, the internet made it available and YouTube just was, was the springboard to changing how video was used. Uh, I remember back in about 2009 going, okay, used to run around saying as soon as we can stream high definition video, yeah. it's just going to go crazy. And it, and it did. Yeah, it and then over the time, I think it's, you know, we forget that it's still new mm. and everyone is still trying to find their feet in the space as to what role does video play. And the vlog thing has come about and and now what i'm experiencing something that i'm doing a lot of is trying to bring that vlog style into the corporate space in um corporate video work now your question was how are my customers yeah. accepting that okay mm. but we all think we're taking a punt because it's yeah. it's you know with corporates they don't change direction very quickly mm. you know i was thinking about this uh, earlier today there's a lot of organizations especially in the technology space that talk about innovating and innovation in the digital age, but a lot of them aren't innovating in their market. Yeah, yeah. And so they see a vlog style going, oh, well, that's out of the norm. I don't know whether we, mm. we can do that. It doesn't make us look great kind of thing yeah. because it's not as polished as what everybody want, wants. Yeah. But my take on that is that they will come around when they realize that the world has changed and people's expectations have changed, that we've gone through an era where we have been marketed to like crazy. Yes. Everywhere we go, we're being flogged product. And so what has ended up happening is that we've become very aware of the rubbish that, that, that yeah. we're, that's being put in front of us. We filter out the rubbish and we know what's good. Mm. And so I'm a very, very big believer that in the era that we're currently in, in 2018, it's all about authenticity. Yes. I just, I want to believe you. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you look, and if that's true, if that sentiment is true, that people want real content and believable content rather than a storyline that they've been told that, you know, this is great, you should buy this, yeah, because I told you so. Mm. Now, then you look at the style of video that you adopt changes. Now you're talking about creating video content that looks real. Yeah. So there's nothing more real than pointing a camera at you and talking to it. Yeah, without and a script, just turning up and, and shooting some footage. And shooting, just yep. sharing, you know, I'm a big believer in sharing opinions. People latch on to people's opinions. Yeah. And a vlog allows you to put an opinion out there, um, you know, your belief in certain things to uh, and put that in front of an audience. 
and it's believable. So how I'm using that is almost like a hybrid model where I'm I'm going, you know, say for example, I'm doing a shoot for a business to business technology solution in say mobile computing. Yeah. Um, I'll start the video with me on camera doing a vlog style uh, and then move into say an interview. So I've got that hybrid where I'm adding a little bit of vlog and then I'm going into the, an interview style um, uh, video. But the vlog, what I find is it, it positions the tone of the video that it's it's now about authenticity. Here's this person yeah. just going to have a chat with you. Yeah. And okay, the proof is in the in the pudding kind of thing that the um, the results that I've seen is greater viewing and greater engagement with that style of video. Yes. Because I, I believe that it holds on the other it holds them in because uh, it is more believable rather than this polished two minute video that everything looks lovely. We spent a hundred thousand dollars on the shoot mm. to get not much. Yes. And so now we can go in, tone tone the, the tone it down a bit. And I'm not saying it's unprofessional. It's still professionally shot, mm. but um, it's that whole style that changes the whole nature of the video and how that is positioned in front of the audience. Yeah. And just because it's a vlog, it doesn't mean it doesn't have any production value. It just means that it's a different style and it has that look of authenticity that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And given you know the range of equipment you have, you're obviously putting a lot of thought and attention to which camera is going to yeah. shoot this in the best way. And when you're doing, you know, you're walking around gorilla style shots, you'll choose a particular camera for that purpose. It's not as though you're just rocking up with an iPhone no. like you see on some pretty average YouTube videos. Yeah. So it's still a bit of a cut above in terms of production yeah. quality, but it's not focusing on the production. It's yeah. more about the story and you interacting with the clients, you know, running the interview and so mm. on, just getting the story essentially. It's That's true. A and it's, it's a cliche now that everyone's talking about storytelling. And, it, and it's true, mm. though. And yeah. I, I think storytelling relates to um, authenticity and, and real. Like, um, you know, I can I can sit here and try to flog a product to you mm. or I can show you it now in video. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the advantage that we have with video that I think. And I think that's where people struggle that, you know, I have this saying, you know, don't tell me, show me. Well, I can now. Yeah. And I can show you in a way that is authentic and real rather than this polished you know, spinning product, 3D graphics, you know, this yeah. Hollywood movie production. Yeah. And what you, you see that shift as well in a lot of um, major brands in how they've changed their style and their branding yeah. to get back to people. Mm. And I think that that's a consequence of society where we're at. Mm. It's funny how people will sit there and say, oh, social media is, you know, detracting from social, you know, people interaction, face-to-face talking. Well, it's actually a lot of rubbish because when you think about it, YouTube is massive. Like the amount of people that are watching YouTube, and yes, there's a younger demographic predominantly, but they're spending hours and hours engaging with people talking. Yep. And they're inter- just interacting in a different kind. They are. But all these social media platforms do have different strengths and different disadvantages as well. And YouTube, I think, is a little bit different. It is a social media platform in some respect, but it is uh, an area that you go into to learn to view and there's a little bit of commenting and engagement but it really is uh, an area that is just an information resource mm. when you go to Facebook and Instagram the negative aspects of those platforms can be the vanity mm. and people focusing on metrics yeah. uh, rather than the actual content and they're just you know the voices are too loud and there's too many and that's that's I think mm. the negative thing about social media but when it comes to video production specifically I think our role as video creators is to be able to give 
really engaging and compelling content to the viewers um, that our clients can benefit from. So as you said, it's not a sales pitch, it's mm. creating engaging content that you know can stand alone irrespective of the social media platform. Mm. Well, even the use of video in that social media space, um, and that's what I'm doing a lot of work, is I often say to my, my corporate clients, you know, they, they get fascinated about the metrics of how long do yes. people watch. Yep. Right? So, and I'm a big believer of long-form video. Mm. And this is, I butt heads with them. And, and this will probably be a good example of one of those, the way it's going. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the, the thing is that if you're giving value to the, to the person, yeah. they're going to hang keep on. keep watching, yeah. You know, when, you, mm. when you're going out with your new girlfriend, she's going to hang on if, she, if she's liking that relationship. It's yeah. no different to yeah. shooting a video or any other marketing content. But what I'm finding, again, the stats don't lie. Mm. Right? If I shoot, um, you know, an eight-minute video, then that eight-minute video will get maybe four, hour, four minutes of um, view time in a corporate context. Yes. That's better than 30 seconds in a, in a one-minute video. Yeah. Right? That's what the numbers are showing. So mm. um, I think that you know, when I view video and social media, it's, it's more about brand awareness more than anything, that the fact that you've shot a video and you can publicize the video actually has greater impact sometimes than actually watching the whole video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which sounds funny yeah. Yeah. that we create this content, <laughs> but half yeah. of the reason is that we create this content is so that a brand can wave their flag for themselves, that it's just another reason or another angle yeah. to push their brand in front of people. Yeah. Okay, great. Yes, we want to watch a video. Yeah. Right? yeah. But if they get halfway through, that's great because if you shoot a four-minute video and they get to two minutes, you had them for two minutes. Yeah, that's right. When you do email marketing, yeah. you had them for 10 seconds. Yeah. Right? Well, video is always going to be more engaging than anything on yeah. paper, right? Uh, another thing about the length and duration of video is I think that's changing as well. When Instagram really took off with their videos, they had yep. only the one minute limitation, which is still there when you publish video on the Instagram page itself. But they've recently produced IGTV, which is a separate platform that allows for long form video of up to 10 minutes for most yeah. users. And certain accounts get the privilege of being able to publish up to an hour. Yeah. So I think Instagram see that the length of engagement is becoming more important to marketers. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's not about producing just short, quirky little videos for a quick mm. grab of attention. They're wanting to hold people into their, into their products, you know, and what they're offering much Definitely. longer. And I think, um, yeah, and Instagram is a good example. Uh, but the jury is still out as to whether that uh, IG, it's IGTV, IGTV, Instagram TV. You know, because yeah. you know, personally, I haven't engaged with it. If Instagram went and put long form video into In, their main feed, exactly, yeah, I that think, will transform everything. Absolutely, because I don't know why they didn't do that. I think they want to maintain the essence of what Instagram is, yeah. which is that little, you know, that little burst of uh, inspiration that comes from short form yeah. content. And they don't want to turn it into the next YouTube. Yeah, but I think that may have been a mistake because it, you know, a lot of people don't know about it and haven't started to use it. In fact, I haven't gone down that track yet either because I don't want to mm. be having to develop for a different platform in a different way it's also yeah. portrait mode That's which right. i hate by the way yeah it's I mean, hard. i'm a conservative traditional uh you know filmmaker i love things in the correct format so yeah. shooting portraits always been a difficult thing for me even though i know it's becoming more popular maybe for story mode etc i had a you know for photos you can get away with it yeah i had a bit of a play around with you know grabbing traditional footage landscape footage and putting it into it. Yeah. a portrait mode yeah. it, and it just crops out half the, yeah. half the image. So you, you have to really shoot it in portrait mode to make the most of it. And that, and I think when it comes back to creators, it, it takes time. 
Yeah. We just don't need another format to cater yeah. for now. So we shoot a video and now we've got to re-edit it or reshoot it in different format just to have it on a different platform. And so it's just going to become too hard for the average punter to try to keep up with everything that's going on if people start creating new standards. You know, we can shoot 16 by 9 and we can push that out through multiple different um, uh, channels and it yeah. works. Yeah. Having the portrait now, exactly, you, you can get away with it if you're very mindful whilst you're shooting. But again, it's just another thing to worry about. And I don't know whether society just is asking for another thing between Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Like how much more time... You know, can we spend? Yeah. So, well, I think they're just trying to, to grab the attention away from the other platforms. So, Instagram knows that video is where where it's at right now, and they're wanting to grab a slice of that market. But the yeah. way they've done it might not have been the yeah. best way. But I wonder if it's just us. I wonder. I mean, I'll ask that question out there. If anyone's got any comments about this themselves, you know, how do you feel about portrait mode? I know a lot of my clients. It's funny that I work with some clients on their social media strategies and helping them produce videos. At times I'll produce the videos, at times they're doing their own work in-house. And uh, the younger generation are by default shooting everything in portrait mode from stills to video. And I have to remind them, look, would you mind just trying to shoot that in you know, horizontal format yeah. so that I can work it into a, a regular type of video yeah. edit? And uh, they just don't seem to gravitate towards it. So I wonder if it's just us or whether... Maybe we're just too old. Maybe we're getting too old. Um, yeah, maybe we've got to go portrait and start uh, flipping our cameras to the side and yeah, shooting well, sideways. I'll tell you what, there'll be a whole new um, industry developed of new grips for holding your cameras in port- yeah. you know, portrait mode. And, you know, there'll be new gimbals that can handle yeah. you know, tilting of cameras and things like that. But it's, it's a whole new avenue. You know, it, the market is the market and they'll determine whether there's value in it. At the moment, I think people haven't gravitated towards it, um, that it's... You know, it probably wasn't needed. Um, yeah. And, you know, it will end up happening if it doesn't work. Instagram will go and change something and they'll yeah. put long-form video. They'll have five-minute videos in the, in the main yeah. Instagram feed. And uh, that, you know, if you really want to kill and get market share in your social media platform, well, build stuff into your application that people will actually use and want. Yeah. You know, like I talk about um, having flip-out screens on you know cameras yeah, nowadays really yeah. like, that's what people want yeah. you know they want audio jacks on um, point and shoot cameras so they can plug a better microphone in etc so if you do that mm. you're actually going to do really really well but I think yeah. sometimes the corporate games you know they're trying to guess how they can ha- gain an advantage and they just ruin it for themselves yeah I think you might be right there so we spoke about 4k and 5 and 8k coming up in the future in terms of the technology of videos but What's your future predictions in terms of the style and trends in video production? Yeah, I think that um, there'll be a lot of chopping and changing. Mm -hmm. Um, What we see now might be different. We're even seeing it on YouTube now where a lot of those traditional YouTubers are uh, are not as popular as they used to be and they're having to rethink their model and everyone's struggling with it. Mm -hmm. I think personally that video, the role of video will grow in, in its significance and its importance in a commercial context, like in a business to business context, I definitely think it's going to become um, just something we have to do. It's not going to be a nice to have, like yep. sort of a lot of people see it as now, mm-hmm. that it will become critical components to social media strategy. Yeah. So that will definitely evolve. I definitely see this this era of authenticity and realism coming in, but then every, like history has shown us what's going to happen. Yeah. Like we're going to do something, then people are going to get sick of it, then we're going to change angle again. Yeah. So we're going to go through an era where there'll be vloggers and that will 
change its style. And then what will end up happening is we'll get sick of that and we'll go back to something else, right? So it's just going to be history repeating, yeah, I think. That's you know, possible. That you yeah. look at some of the social media platforms, they fall in and out of favor. Mm. Now it's going to be the same with video styles. But I definitely think over the next five, 10 years, we're going to see massive increase in the use of video and the main focus being authenticity and um, realistic content, not necessarily Hollywood polished production. Yeah. And I think the next extension of that, we're already seeing it, is live video and the social media platforms are really big on pushing that so youtube started it facebook have it as well instagram have live video so everyone can easily produce video in live format the only downside for me is that's when production values are completely tossed out the window and sometimes you're privy to just inane and boring content because people aren't forced to sit down and actually just think a little bit about what they're going to do they're just quickly rushing to get a video out in live format. So yeah. the social media platforms are facilitating that by giving you a little bit of preference for a live feed. So when you go live, they'll by courtesy actually announce it to your viewership and say such and such is now broadcasting yeah. live. So you'll get you know a bit of favoritism for being live. Mm. Personally, in the production values that I'm producing here in the studio, as mentioned, I'm scripting some of my work, having a bit of a discussion about what's coming up and then yeah trying to plan a little bit more just to get to make sure that I'm not having the videos drag out and become boring and long-winded. Mm-hmm. So for me that'll be a challenge to try and go to that next level and broadcast live. Like I'm certainly not ready myself personally. Yeah. What do you think about live video? I use it a bit for some of my personal projects. Oh, yeah. Um it, but it does come back to how comfortable that person is behind the camera and yep. whether they can just roll with it. So yeah, yeah. not many people can. Something I've realized, you know, if you you know shot professionally and you have to interview people, you know, how many takes exactly. do you need to redo? Yeah, that's right. Um, but I suppose with the live videos that I do, I'm shooting with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. If just turning it on and rambling is going to turn people off. Nobody's going to be interested in Yeah. It. So like you said, there is has to be a planning phase. It may not be an in-depth planning phase, but I definitely see value in, in probably short-form live video. Yeah. Uh, and I say in a commercial context, in a business context, um, you know, I say to my clients, say you've spent a fortune to put on an event. Well, you can take that event to the world. You can mm. use social media, you can use live video, you can use you know, traditional video mm-hmm. to now leverage the value and the investment that you've had in that event. Again, you're not going to be able to stream 4K footage. You'd have to have a massive internet connection, which we just don't have here in Australia. But um, you know, being able to live stream, you know, Adobe's runs events and you can access, you know, basically be there online and see what's going on. They make a lot of effort to stream their live footage. Sure. But that's a bit different because that's already a live true. event. So that's being produced for that purpose and yeah, they're accustomed the you know there's already a, a high level of production yeah. involved there uh, i think that it's suitable for people that have an audience and they're comfortable on camera and they're great live absolutely yeah. but when it comes to a brand saying look should we be taking on live video because it happens to be popular like you said if they're not ready for it and they don't have the personality in-house to do it then maybe don't it, do it it's not worth you doing know, at this it, stage yeah i always say you know someone's uncomfortable being good camera 
don't put them on camera. Yeah. You, know, you see it with like ski reports. You know, the ski yeah. resort does a live update, but they've got people that are talented that can present. Yeah. And they've done some preparation before. They know exactly what they're going to be saying and then they can just deliver that line in a live context. But 100% agree. If you're just going to turn online and just say, hi, here, here I am, or you're going to turn people off. And you know what? You're going to fail. So yeah. just don't do it. Do something else. Or, yeah. You know, record it and then upload it. If yeah. You want, you know? Yeah, exactly. You could do that as well. Well, that's about it for today. If you'd like to ask us about any particular topics in relation to social media, video production, etc., feel free to put it in the comments box below. We'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.